0: Orem Miller, High Wizard of Electric and Magnetic Fields, EMF, swept my house with ghost meters. He found some spirits that were haunting us, bagged them up for me, and only charged $425. I asked him if I could drown them in the swimming pool, but he said that was bad luck. I have an image of Orem and his sidekick metering our meter in, in back of our house. Mr. Miller is a PK, preacher's kid, and a super straight dude. He could charge far more. At the start of his visit, he discussed the health hazards of EMS with us. I will not review this again here, so for those who missed my last post, look at it at the link I've supplied. After reading these sources, if you do not believe EMF is damaging you right now as you sit here, all I have to say to you, is that you DFL and DFR. Don't freaking listen and don't freaking read. 80% of Orms clients get subjective health improvements after implementing his recommendations. Those who are EMF sensitive have obvious benefits, but those who are unsure usually notice they feel better. We are all being damaged by this quote, smog, so eliminating as much as possible is critical. Many other countries in the developed world acknowledge EMF risks, but here in the US, standards are lax. The wealthy telecom industry dominates the debate and denies the proven hazards. A few days after his visit, Mr. Miller sent me a 30-page letter with explanations and recommendations. He notes, quote, "This is a specific report for you and not a definitive set of recommendations for everyone." Other people would have a somewhat different mix of EMFs in their house, which would generate somewhat different recommendations. This is clearly TMI, but download it anyway, have a look and save it, and I've left a download link for the document. This supplies links to meters and mitigation devices and cites documentation from Orem's website, createhealthyhomes.com. Be patient. Even electrical engineers need time to master this material and chase down all their exposures. Once you understand how serious this situation is, your health concerns will motivate you. After I decrease my EMF exposure, my intention tremor is nearly gone. Horem's summary of the four types of EMFs follow. He also recommends inexpensive meters that, that adequately measure each type to diagnose your problems, turn them on, then chase the ghosts. I avoid discussing wavelengths or units here because what do I know about that? The charts that Mr. Miller created for my house are shown below and they're enough detail for me. First, the E in EMF, electric fields, mainly a sleep problem. These come from alternating current in unshielded, plastic-jacketed, or Romex-type electric wires in walls and floors. They also radiate from power cords plugged into rooms' outlets. Refrigerators and other appliances plugged into non-grounded outlets are another source. Electric fields pass through insulation and sheetrock and sometimes extend 6 to 8 feet from the source commercial construction standards, and in New York and Illinois, all construction require that wires are covered with metal rather than plastic, which prevents electric fields and also decreases fire hazards. Since electric fields affect the depth of sleep, we pay particular attention to evaluating and reducing them in the bedrooms. In rooms used in the day and evening, however, electric fields are less of a concern for most people. We do try to reduce electric fields where people sit for long periods, such as a desk, couch, or easy chair, particularly for electrically sensitive individuals. This maintains their energy and vitality levels. Mitigation can be accomplished by rewiring with shielded wiring or turning off the electricity to the part of the house where you sleep. This can be done at the main breaker box or with a special switch. Unplugging or switching off the power wires to lamps and appliances in the bedroom at night eliminates these additional sources. Hotel room tip. Since commercial construction codes require shielding, all you have to do is unplug the lights and appliances in your room and you're good. And I have the chart that he created for electrical fields in my house. And they weren't bad at all except for in the master bedroom with the cords plugged in and the other bedroom with the same and at my office where I have an ungrounded MacBook power cord and he showed me how to buy a properly grounded power cord from Apple that they never supplied with the initial MacBook purchase. I also have a metal desk in my office that needed to be grounded by putting a lead and plugging it into the outlet Number two, the M, magnetic fields. Serious but uncommon. They're usually due to wiring errors. These are the most harmful EMF. Properly installed electrical circuits produce no magnetism because the current in the two hot wires goes in opposite directions and cancels. Correctly connected ground wiring, that's the third plug, takes care of the rest. Another possible source is wiring errors in circuits that power a continuously running appliance such as a refrigerator or furnace slash air conditioning motor. Half of LA homes have wiring errors, but most cause few problems. I have several clients with depression, chronic fatigue, and even cancer likely caused by my magnetic fields. Correction requires an electrician operating under the supervision of someone like me, and it isn't cheap. It might cost $1,800 to correct the problem I found in the Yoho home. And then there's the chart of the magnetic fields in my home, and we have several severe and low end of severe readings where that need to be figured out, to correct the wiring error. Number three, radio frequency, RF. This is everywhere and can go 30 feet. These arise from wireless devices that send and receive such as cell phones, tablets, laptops, routers, Wi-Fi printers, smart TVs, and cordless telephone handsets and their bases. RF from these includes Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Wireless frequencies can also enter homes from outside sources such as smart meters, cell antennas, airport radar, radio and television broadcast towers, and now 5G cell antennas. However, inside sources are almost always far more significant than outside sources. Brace horses are dying because they've been recently fitted with RF devices, and I've left a link to that story. Don't miss it. Mitigation, basic, never ever place an active cell phone next to your body. These all have small print warnings against this. Develop the habit of flicking yours into airplane mode. iPhones make it easy. Drag down from the upper right-hand corner and press a button. The Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, and the cell signal have all, have all to be turned off. Hardwiring your home with Ethernet cables from the router to your devices is the best solution for RF. Cell phones require adapters. They will not ring, but the appliances applications all work except for Apple's FaceTime and messages. If Ethernet wiring is impractical, at least use power strips to turn off routers and other RF sources at night. Since modern routers are designed for huge areas, cut their activity by wrapping them in Orem's recommended Faraday bag that you can find on his website. TVs are a special case. You can turn off Sony's Wi-Fi router, but for cheaper ones such as Sanyo, you must do internal surgery on them to get rid of it. And you can figure out how to do this on YouTube. And then I have my sources of radio frequency that Orem documented. Including my router, which has an extreme concern level, cell phones the same, front yard nothing, and then the kitchen because it's near the router, and the den because it's also near the router and near a large TV have extreme levels of RF exposure. Number four, dirty electricity common and can often be improved with inexpensive plug in filters. And I have an image of a clean 60-cycle current, which shows a sine wave, and dirty electricity, which shows jagged edges. This shows up on a meter as an irregular pattern rather than a smooth wave. Many household devices, including dimmer switches, switched-mode power supply transformers in compact fluorescent lamps, and some LEDs produce it. Other sources include computers, printers, and variable speed motors, such as the new energy efficient furnaces. Solar panel inverters create dirty electricity when they change the low voltage direct current produced by the sun to 120 volt alternating current. Most smart electric meters with a digital display and not the rotating wheel create dirty electricity. If these are a problem, they can be shielded with special covers. This type of EMF can also come from the electric and magnetic fields in circuits, plastic power cords, and power lines inside the room. The following are excerpts from the book Dirty Electricity, published in 2012 by Samuel Milham. Quote, the childhood leukemia connection to residential electrification at the La Quinta Dirty Electricity Connection to Adult Cancer made me think that the diseases of civilization, diabetes, obesity, and depression, might instead be diseases of electrification. The entire school had very high Dirty Electricity readings. Their Dirty Electricity levels were higher than those at the La Quinta school. The Vista Del Monte readings averaged 1,300 Compared to 750 at La Quinta. The cancers, 12 cancers including six female breast cancers among 75 personnel employed at the school since 1990, were overrepresented in the wing of the school closest to the cell tower, and the readings were highest in the classrooms closest to the cell tower base. At the same stage of the investigation, La Quinta's school had 11 cancers in 137 teachers. A fourth-grade teacher complained that her students were hyperactive and unteachable. The outlets in her room measured over 5,000 gram Stetzer units. On a Friday afternoon after school, I reduced the measured dirty electricity in the wiring from over 5,000 to less than 50 gram Stetzer units with five plug-in filters. With no change in either the cell tower radiation or the lighting, The teacher reported an immediate dramatic improvement in student behavior in the following week. They were calmer, paid more attention, and were teachable all week except for Wednesday when they spent part of the day in the library. Later, the teacher told me that she could change the behavior of the children by removing and reinserting the filters. The change took between 30 and 45 minutes. This young teacher also became the 13th cancer case in this small teacher's cohort. One teacher with poorly controlled type 2 diabetes, in spite of insulin injections and oral hypoglycemic medication, had repeated foot infections and a below-the-knee amputation. He retired in 2009, and his blood glucose readings have been normal since then. Magda Havis has shown that dirty electricity raises blood glucose levels, and changes insulin requirements in diabetes. The blood glucose connection could be how dirty electricity increases cardiovascular disease incidents. The major mortality and morbidity in diabetics is due to the acceleration of cardiovascular diseases. Magda Havis has also shown that radiation from DECT, that's Digital Enhanced Cordless Telecommunications, phones, can cause an instant change in heart rate and rhythm in some exposed individuals people who are concerned about health issues regarding cell towers focus on the rf emissions but dirty electricity is another unrecognized important exposure to illustrate just how far dirty electricity effects can extend After Dave Stetzer filtered a Midwestern school, a dairy farmer a quarter of a mile away noticed that his cows each gave an average of 10 pounds more milk per day beginning the day the school was filtered. The cows were responding to dirty electricity being removed from the ground currents. Mitigation. Small, inexpensive filters that plug into wall outlets are usually adequate to correct dirty electricity. One filter per room typically improves the situation by 70%. Use of more of them is better, but it may be a case of diminishing returns. I prefer GreenWave brand over Stetzer's. And I I measured the following levels of dirty electricity in the Yoho home, along with the levels they reduced to when I plugged in one GreenWave filter. And I got 70% reduction in the room that was moderately above the recommended level for dirty electricity. Review and rules of thumb. The general principles are to reduce use, increase distance, and favor hardwired connections whenever possible. The vast majority of the issues are inside the houses. I rarely find nearby cell towers or other significant outside problems. I only measure magnetic and electrical fields outdoors. Nighttime electrical fields cause sleep disturbance. These may be mitigated by turning off the current to the bedrooms and unplugging or using a dedicated switch at the socket to turn off the room's electrical cords. Rewiring with shielded wires instead of the standard plastic one helps out but may be impractical. Magnetic fields are wiring errors and need to be corrected. These are rare but serious. RF goes the farthest distance and is the worst exposure for most people. The key strategy is keeping your cell on airplane mode as much as possible. Cutting router radiation by hard wiring or changing its location or transmission strength is a close second. The majority of dirty electricity is easily corrected with filters. More on electric fields. In your home, I determined that the bedrooms are wired with commercial standard, metal clad wiring. This is fortunate because it means no significant electric fields are coming from the circuits in your walls. Note: My wife hired a great electrician and paid extra for this during the remodel. However, you still have electric fields from any plastic AC power cords plugged into outlets within 6 to 8 feet of each bed. It turns out that when electric loads, such as lights, are turned off, the hot conductor in the plastic jacketed AC power cord to lamps and other appliances still emit an electric field into the room. This comes from the voltage, 120 volts, that is always present in the hot wire, regardless of whether the load is turned on. These electric fields will encompass your entire body when your bed is within 6 to 8 feet of the bedside lamps and electric cord clocks. Even when plugged in on the other side of your bedroom or near your bed, while, uh, the other side of your bedroom wall you're near your bed, this prevents deep, refreshing stage 4 sleep. Clients of ours who reduce their electric field levels at night report deeper, longer sleep and more energy and reduction of symptoms of ill health in the daytime. We aim to reduce bedroom, nighttime electric field exposure levels to as close to or below 1.5 volts per meter or 100 millivolts as possible. The way we do this in your home is to unplug the plastic AC cords to lamps and other electrical devices on the bedside tables. I have inexpensive switches that can accomplish this. Most healthy people can tolerate some degree of exposure to high electrical fields, which are all around us, in the day and evening, when we need power for our lamps and appliances. We are therefore primarily concerned about them at night as we sleep. However, we strive to also keep electric fields low in places where we spend a good deal of time in the day and evening. That would include a couch or easy chair where we watch TV or read, and any desk, especially with a computer, at your home or office. This also includes ensuring you do not have high electric fields when you put your hands on an ungrounded computer keyboard or when you are in the kitchen near an ungrounded refrigerator. More on radio frequency. Research conducted primarily outside the United States on radio frequency EMFs shows that long-term use of wireless devices can affect one's health. The telecom industry has captured the regulators and claims there is no harm. We are witnessing the same lies that we saw from industries supporting tobacco, asbestos, and leaded gasoline. Countries outside the U.S. are, re- are actively removing Wi-Fi from schools, hospitals, and other public places and recommend that their citizens reduce their exposure. We recommend our clients reduce use, increase distance, and favor hardwired alternatives to the chronic use of wireless devices at close range, especially for children. When they hear in the future from their friends that their son was just diagnosed with a brain tumor, they will be happy they listened to my profession. For more information about the growing evidence of this from worldwide research and how other countries are dealing with it, Go to Recent EMF News under the Interviews tab on my website, and I've left a link, and my article on my profession's understanding of radiofrequency, another link. I discuss how the FCC's guidelines are based solely on heating effects on cells. They intentionally ignore cellular biological effects from chronic exposure to radiofrequency EMFs at lower power density levels than those needed to create heating effects. Remember how long it took industry and government to acknowledge that cigarette smoking caused harm. In August 2021, the U.S. Court of Appeals ordered the FCC to revise its safe exposure guidelines for wireless devices. A summary of the ruling is at the Environmental Health Trust website, and I've left a link. And then there's some references. A report entitled Captured Agency how the Federal Communications Commission is dominated by the industry it presumably regulates. More on dirty electricity. Dirty electricity is common in almost all homes, apartments, condo units, and offices that we evaluate. I typically measure between 202,000 units of dirty electricity and higher in some cases with my plug in Stetzer Micro Surge meter. This is due to the many sources of dirty electricity in most homes, including neighbors' homes. Safe levels of dirty electricity are generally agreed to be 50 units or less. However, getting down to that level is almost impossible, even with one or more capacitative filters. Stetzer or GreenWave brand plugged into outlets. I am happy when I get dirty electricity levels below 100 units in Southern California homes. Dirty electricity can cause headaches and restless sleep, and it has an agitating effect on physiology. Sources include dimmer switches, electronic appliances, computers, printers, and variable speed motors, such as energy efficient heating and cooling, forced air units, and front-loading washing machines. Back to me. I have a friend who has extrasensory perception for EMF. It torments him like dogs hearing a silent whistle, like wives hearing through closed doors. He has no Wi-Fi, lives in a rural area, and can tell when I turn Wi-Fi on or off in the other room. I have no such gift or disability, yet my sleep and intention dreamer have improved after a few simple remediation steps. I hope my tinnitus or ear ringing will disappear after a few more. It all could be a coincidence or a placebo for I cannot blind myself. Orem lives in a complex world and he has far more information for us including healthy lighting, saunas, the best meters and how to set up our houses with grounded Ethernet cables, the ones with metal on each end, before turning off the Wi-Fi or, preferably, getting a router that cannot produce it. We are in the middle of this aggravating business. But once you wake up, you can never ignore it again. Cutting your exposures is not optional if you do not want to fry your brain and everything else along with it. He gave me many other tips, including getting three-pronged plug that Apple should have originally supplied for my laptop, and how to use a special switch to cut the power to the cords going to the lamps and other bedroom devices. Newer printers have Wi-Fi routers inside, and they must be turned off and the devices hardwired if possible. He also recommended cell phone cases with partial shielding. And shielded clothing can provide significant relief for electrically sensitive people. Orem's contact information follows at the bottom of the post. He does virtual consultations, but most people need an on-site visit. He has trained several hundred people across the U.S. and has referrals for you if you are not in the Los Angeles area. I recommend him without reservation. And my pitch is, this material is not suitable for beginners unless they've already had some familiarity with the subject. It freaks me out, but I'm motivated by my personal health concerns. Other posts might be better introductions to my writing. And Orem's website is createhealthyhomes.com. And his email is info at createhealthyhomes.com. P.S. and parting shot. We have no swimming pool.